Mahler Furniture, a community institution, always providing excellent value at affordable prices. All furniture, bedding, and accessories at amazing value. Interest-free financing. Layaways also available while you're waiting for that tax refund. Remember, you didn't buy it from Mahler. You paid too much. Mahler Furniture is a proud community sponsor. 98 Bolton Avenue. When you experience the loss of a loved one and you need to select a funeral home, Robinson Family Mortuary is that funeral home. Robinson Family Mortuary is locally owned and operated in the city of Pineville, Louisiana. Robinson Family Mortuary serves the entire community of central Louisiana and surrounding parishes, including Natchitoches, Avoyles, Grant, Wynn, Allen, and throughout the entire state. Robinson Family Mortuary is staffed with over 40 years of tender loving care and experience. Robinson Family Mortuary offers cremation, floral arrangements, headstones, and catering for your repast. For information regarding any of our services, please feel free to contact Dolores or Tyrone at 318-442-7300. That's 318-442-7300. Robinson Family Mortuary. A family serving families. Robinson Family Mortuary is now located at 1815 Military Highway, Pineville, Louisiana. Hours of operation are from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Robinson Family Mortuary, a proud sponsor of this program. Southern Heritage Bank is Central Louisiana's family of banks that provide that personal service in a corporate environment. Southern Heritage Bank is located 5211 Jackson Street. You can phone them at 318-561-2227. Southern Heritage Bank has a full range of services that are available such as online banking, freedom checking, 24-hour bank line. You can phone 1-800-992-7059. And we are an equal housing lender. Southern Heritage Bank promises prompt services without unnecessary hassle. Come in. Let us service your banking need. Again, that all-important phone number is 318-561-2227. Thank you for tuning in for today's message with Reverend Larry R. Turner. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can contact the church office at 318-443-8715 to purchase a CD for only a $7 donation. Always remember, it's worth a trip to come and visit Christian Love Baptist Church, 3515 Hudson Boulevard, Alexandria, Louisiana. Welcome to Live Big Ministries, where Harry Cooper Jr. is pastor and spirit coach. We are located at 2840 Hollywood Avenue. We live in victory every day, believing in God. If you're interested in joining us in worship, we worship every Sunday at 1030. Bible study, Tuesday at 630 and Wednesday at noon. We have a mentoring program if you're interested in mentoring young people at Warner Park Elementary School on Thursdays at 1230. Here at Hollywood, we believe that the loving is oh so good, so we're reaching out to the Shreveport community and the overall Louisiana community with a message of love, a message of hope, a message of encouragement. Listen now to a recent broadcast by Hollywood Presbyterian Church and Live Big Ministries, where Harry Cooper is pastor. For as long as the Spirit gives utterance, wish to preach from the topic, Finding Life in Dead Places. Finding Life in Dead Places. 
being the father of three young people, I have gone to see quite a few of Disney movies. One of my favorite movies that Disney was able to create was The Lion King. And in watching The Lion King, there is a particular scene in that movie that is particularly instructive for our time today. In this particular movie, the young lion cub, Simba, looks over a vast array of bones. And he looks over this vast array of bones and he wonders who all of the people were that are represented by these bones or who all the lions in that case were who were represented by those bones. And he looks rather forlorn because what he sees is complete devastation. There's nothing moving in this valley. Simba is looking at a valley of dry bones. And in the same way that Simba is looking at a valley of dry bones, I am convinced that there are some of us who are in this place today or who may be under the sound of my voice who right now are experiencing some dry bone places in their life. They may be experiencing some valley experiences. Now, when I speak of valley experiences, I'm speaking of those experiences that you look at and they appear to be hopeless. Somebody may be experiencing a valley of loneliness, a valley of loneliness, and yet they find themselves in the midst of many, but they still feel lonely. When I speak of this loneliness, I'm saying that there are those who we might know and we might not ever know what they are experiencing, but what they are saying to themselves when they look at their valley of loneliness is, I have given and dedicated my whole life to helping others. But when I look around, there's nobody around who seems to be helping me. In their loneliness, they recognize that, hey, I, I am the caregiver. I am the provider. I am the one, and I do it, and I do it joyfully. But there are moments in my life when I wish somebody would get me. I wish somebody would understand. I wish that somebody would see the work that I do. And instead of waiting for me to ask them to do something, they will volunteer to do it before they are asked. S somebody may be feeling those effects. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it because I've always done it. But it is no longer satisfying. It is no longer fulfilling. It is no longer anything that you do with joy or glee or happiness, but you do it because you've done it, because you think you have to do it, but it's devoid of you. 
That's a level of loneliness. Would you agree? Feeling like you're in the world and, and you're doing it all by yourself. That's a valley of dry bones. You can't find anything anymore that will invigorate you. You don't even remember the last time when you did something just for you. Just for you. Somebody is lonely. And they're wondering because the bones that they are talking about are not bones in a bone yard. The bones they're talking about are the bones inside their body. And they're wondering, will I ever laugh again? Will I ever dance again? Will I ever just have exuberance again? Will I ever be free again? We want to be free. But sometimes we become locked in some habits of the life that we are living and we have lived the life so long the way we have lived it. We, we no longer even look for opportunities on the off-ramp because we don't think there is an off-ramp. We don't think that there is another possibility. So we're asking, can these bones live? And you know when I say live, when we say live, what are we saying? Can these bones live in victory every day? Can I live in victory every day even though my life scenario might not be as I painted it or would have painted it to be? Can I live in victory every day? Somebody may be in the valley of loneliness. Someone else may be in the valley of emptiness. The valley of emptiness is going through the motion so often that, again, you don't, you don't even think about it. It's a valley of emptiness. I, I, I wish that something would be fulfilling. I wish that something would get me going. I wish that I could get excited about some things. But I've spent so much time wrestling. I've spent so much time on the grind and working to grind it out that the grind is all I know. The grind is all I think about. I am meant and living in survival mode. All I want to do is survive. You're running on empty. It's like all I can do, if I could just... Oh, running on empty is like not finding any reason to live, but not being willing to die. And yet, when you lose a reason to live, you're already dead. And so we find ourselves amidst dead men, dead women walking all around us, dead people all around us, people who are dry. They always dry. They never have any vitality to them. They are empty. They are devoid of life. You can spend time with them and they suck the life out of you. You go, hey, how you doing? automatically you got two choices am i willing to share some of my energy with them knowing that if i share it i'm going to i may have a little bit less when i leave here because this may be some hard work this is the heavy lifting but they are worth it or the second option you have is i'm good bro stay good stay up hang in there 
What are you going to do? We have emptiness. We have people who are dead all around us, dead on the inside. They don't do anything for anybody else. They don't do anything for themselves. They live their life wishing they were dead, but they aren't dead, but they are dead. Empty, tired of going to the doctor. Doctor visit after doctor visit after doctor visit. Like the only thing on your calendar, the only thing on your schedule is the next doctor's visit. Tired of taking the medicines, taking this medicine, taking that medicine. One medicine makes me sleepy. One medicine helps me to wake up. One medicine makes me not ache. Another medicine makes me ache, but not so bad. It lets me know I'm still alive. Tired. And this is life. And looking at their life, looking at their age on the, on the calendar and say, well, I'm this age. I'm, I'm 90. I'm 95. I'm 84. I'm 80. I'm 75. I'm 63. I'm 6. I'm 9. Looking at the calendar, they allow the calendar and their chronology to define who they are. And it wears them out. So this is a message today from Ezekiel for anybody who may be going through valleys of dry bones in their life, valleys in relationships, tired of being a king in a queen-sized bed all alone, tired of being a queen in a king-sized bed with no king, tired of living in a twin-sized bed, I don't know, just tired of doing what you've been doing, wishing you had somebody, somebody who would hold you, somebody who would tell you that you're special, somebody who would let you know that there's still value in you because you make their life better, somebody who would just be able to encourage you and you are looking for that relationship. This is a word for anyone wondering, can my love life live again? Can my emotional life live again? Can this body, which seems to break down all the time, I mean, I got this, I got that, I have something going on all the time. The moment I start losing weight and think I'm going to go start running, then I twist my ankle. Moment I start uh, healing, then I then then, then my oh my back starts to ache. All of a sudden, it always seems like it's something, and you're wondering, can these physical, can this, can these bones live again? And I cop by to let you know, just as the writer, the prophet Ezekiel says, he found himself in a valley of dry. Bones. He found himself knee deep in death. Everywhere he looked, dry bones. And he's walking among dry bones. And it, the Spirit has taken him into this place. Sometimes the spirit will take us into places of reflection because this valley of dry bones could be a physical valley of dry bones. And in, if you're in a physical valley of dry bones, as Ezekiel may have been, understand this is not a good thing. It is said and believed, especially in the Jewish culture at that particular time, that if you died and did not get a proper burial, you were accursed by God. So the sense is that Ezekiel finds himself amongst a group of people who believe they have been cursed 
by God. He is in a valley of dry bones, and the dry bones have been dry for a while. They've been in this situation so long that the meat, there's no longer any meat on their bones. All of the birds and the parasites and all the other things have eaten the meat off of their bones, and they are just dry, dead, dormant in the desert, just in a valley of dry bones. And Ezekiel finds himself by the Spirit in that place. And sometimes the Spirit will lead us into places where we have to do some reflection. We have to acknowledge when we think about our life as vitality, as vital as some of us may think that we are, there's still some dead places in us. Anybody here acknowledge that they may, I know nobody really wants to raise their hand when somebody asks them that question. Is there some death in you? And you'll be like, well, no, no, I'm all, no, I'm all pumped up. I'm all vital. But the reality is there's some death in you. Some of us have been living by death styles. Well, how can I say that? I say that because the scriptures teach us to be ye no longer conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So in order to renew your mind must mean that something must not be new. For, for in order for the scriptures to say and to encourage us to renew our minds means that something in our minds has given away to some old stinking thinking. And so when it's time to enhance the life that God gave us, when it's time for us to rise above our situation, when it is time for us to L-I-V-E, live in victory every day, it requires us to transform our Mind. Transform it. Means that, and I, 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 the reason why I say this so often, so frequently, is because the one thing that you carry with you every day is your mind. And you may hear me once a week, or turn to Facebook, you hear me more than once a week. <laughs> but most of, most of you hear, simply hear me once a week. So maybe once a week, once or twice a week, you get some spiritual encouragement. What about all those other days? You're being constantly bombarded by things that are taking and sucking like your life away like a vampire. Like a vampire sucks blood, the, the news sucks the blood out of you. Looking at 45, that'll suck the blood out of you. Trying to figure out, Health care, is it going to pass? Looking at Republicans, looking at Democrats, looking at people fight over some nonsense with things that should you should fight together for, they find themselves fighting against each other. Well, I phil philosophically think like this. I philosophically think like this. I believe in big government. I believe in small government. I believe that people need a government that works for them. They work for us. So you're watching these things or not watching them, and trust me, whether you watch them or not, it goes on. You can stop watching MSNBC. You can boycott Fox News. You cannot even watch CNN. I promise you, whether you watch it or not, they're doing something every day. So what are you going to do? 
when I know that you're being bombarded by things that could possibly steal, kill, and destroy you because your adversary walks around like a roaring lion seeking to destroy who he can. And the one entry point that he has into most of our lives is our mind. So my work is to buttress that with our spirit by helping us to fill our mind. So try and work to, not even try, there's no such thing as try. Either you do, you don't, you will, or you won't. Don't try. Work at it. Work at balancing what you take in. So at least, at least, at least if you watch MSNBC for, or, or, or CNN, or if you, at least if you watch the news, watch something else that's going to feed your soul. Balance it. Because if all you eat is negativity, how do you plan on being positive? How do you plan on encouraging somebody else when there's nobody encouraging you. So you got somebody. Here's your spirit coach. Here's me, Pastor Cooper, working to encourage somebody to understand these bones can live. You can live. You can live. You can live in victory every day. And that's what the writer says in Ezekiel. The writer sends the prophet into the valley of dry bones, and then he says, prophesy to these bones. Oh, my goodness. Prophesy to these bones. Now, I'm not, I'm not that preacher who's going to sit there like some preachers do in churches and talk about, it looks like I'm looking at dry bones right here in the room right now. But a few amens would help. <laughs> to 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 prophesy to these bones i am prophesying to the believers that in this room right now who happen to be tuned in on the radio who happen to be tuned in on facebook live i am prophesying to you to say to you these bones can live not can these bones live yes these bones can live you can live again you can reclaim your fire you can reclaim your energy you can reclaim your vitality you can live again it makes no difference of your situation you'll have a destination that you are working to reach and you cannot reach your destination if all you do is lay there in consternation if all you're doing is having these pity parties day after day week after week month after one living the if i could have would have should have lifestyle Oh, how I wish I had. When I had the opportunity, I could have. I should have. Let all your regrets go. To turn to a neighbor and say, let it go. If it's in the past, it cannot last. It's gone. It, it gone, gone, gone. That money you spent on that fur coat in 1972, gone. Them leather pants that you bought because they were in style, gone. Your Donna Karen, your, your Gucci, that, oh my goodness, I can think right now. You know, when you think you something, God's got a way of laughing and saying, ha ha, I bet you think you something, don't you? I remember a, a, a gold Gucci watch that I bought. I mean, I, I just thought it was, it was all that. I mean, I, I was the man, gold links, it was Gucci. I, what time is it? All right. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was blinging it out. I was bling, bling, Mr. King, king of the bling, bling. I mean, living, walking in my silk shirts, silk outfits, top to bottom, silk socks. I remember going to Hollywood. I was on, on, I think I was on Rodeo Drive. Went out there and bought me a $25 pair of socks. For one pair of socks. <laughs> I thought I was all that. So now if I look back over that time of my life and say, you know what? <laughs> you know, if you started adding up some of those money that you spent on some stuff that was just foolishness, you might have a whole lot more to account. Uh, you can't live in yesterday. You might reminisce, but if you start trying to wish for the good old days, you're trying to drive forward looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to tear some stuff up. So this word says you can live again. How do you begin? You begin to speak life to your situation. You, uh, you acknowledge your situation. Stop lying. We must not lie to ourselves. We must no longer believe that I'm supposed to think higher, so I must be. No, be true. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what God is calling us to do, to look at our situation, be truthful about it, and then speak life into it. You can't speak life into your lies. You can only speak life into your life. So when you look back accurately over your life, when you see the strengths and the weaknesses, you speak life to those dry places and those valleys in your life. Speak life to your finances. Speak life to your romance. Speak life to your loneliness. Speak life to your emptiness. Speak life to your situation by looking at it and saying, you shall live and not die. I am no longer a slave to who I used to be because I'm pressing to who I can be. And I know that who I can be is already inside of me. So I am just going to walk like it. I'm going to talk like it. I'm going to act like it because I know that the God that I serve is alive and well and is equipping me to do what I've never done before, equipping me to see what I have never seen before. Can these bones live? Yes, they can. So he says, prophesy to the bones. So the, so the prophet prophesies to the bones. But check this out. <laughs> there are a bunch of folk who get past the doing, who, who get past that first point, And they reach the second point where they start to see everything starting to come together. But it's still stagnant right there. Everything is together now. That's what happens. The, the, the bones, you know, the knee bone connected to the, the thigh bone, the thigh tibula connected to the fibula, the fibula connected to the hip bone, hip bone connected to the sternum, sternum connected to the breast bone. You got all these bones. I'm just talking about bones. All these bones start coming together. But this is what they're doing. Bones that have come together but doing nothing. I consider that to be similar to hearers of the word, but not doers of the word. They hear this life-giving message, but they don't do nothing about it. 
They, they, they know, they know intellectually that they can be better. They know intellectually they can do better, but they're not doing nothing with it. I am encouraging you now to speak to the four winds. The four winds is all that is around us. The four winds is symbolic of the air that we breathe, everything that is around us to speak life to the winds of your life. Speak life to those winds that say, breathe into me your spirit, God, because it is only only when the spirit of God comes into you that those bones start becoming animated. And when the bones start getting animated, they start moving. And when the bones in your life start moving, then all of a sudden you get some vitality. And that vitality makes you think you can run on. That vitality makes you think you can fight on. That vitality says, I can live again. Can these bones live? Can these bones live? Can these bones live? Yes. They live in victory every day. Don't take a day off. You don't have to take a day off. Take the Spirit of God with you and know that you are and can live every dead part of your life, every part of your life that is not what optimal, every impossible situation that you find yourself in, everything that you face, know that with God you can face it. When the Spirit of God comes alive in you, then awesome things start to happen. Oh, yes, not only do you have bones, and not only do those bones come together, then you can breathe again. Oh, somebody exhale with me. Ah. Inhale. Now exhale. Ah. Yes, yes. Now think about it. Every time you inhale, the Spirit of God comes inside of you. If you want to be animated again, if you want to live again, you can believe it. Speak life. Yes. Restore life, then live life. You do something. Do something. Do what? 